And, and, and right now, Christians are not standing up um, the way they should. There's a few of us that are. Um, like I, I went to church after church after church talking about this COVID vaccine, and none of them want to hear it because they say that's, that's too political. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not too political. You owe it to your flock to let them see both sides. There's two sides, I believe, to every story, and then there's the truth. Wake up, church. There's a war going on for the soul of our country where the lies of the demonic control the narratives of our culture. Join your host, Gary Duncan, in search of the kingdom warriors of our time, those not afraid to speak up and walk out the word of God in the face of evil. Get ready for a supernatural impartation, a spiritual download of faith and fire into your life. Welcome to the Remnant Revolution. Well, welcome to Remnant Revolution. I'm Gary Duncan, your host. And man, I got a firestorm of a guy on the podcast today. Uh, Christopher Key, he is the, um, well, I guess you'd say he's the vaccine police. And and as you know, we're in this major battle with um, the COVID and the shot and the jab or whatever you want to call it. I, you know, it's to me, it's not really a vaccine because it doesn't prevent anything, but he'll get into that. Uh, Christopher is a, um, like I said, he's a firecracker in this and a Christian, of course. And so a lot of people don't think Christians should get out and be vocal about what's going on, but he's one that's very vocal about it. And he is out there to just tell the truth, tell the truth about the vaccine, tell the truth about, uh, what's going on in the medical community. Uh, he's, uh, recently he was fired from his job because he stood up at a, a school board meeting, as you see on the website here. He's been on the Stu Peter show and making the rounds with with um, just letting people know the truth. And so, um, Christopher, it's a it's an honor to have you. Great to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what got you into this. Why, why did you all of a sudden go from just a regular guy working, doing life into now you're a spearhead of a uh, movement to just tell the truth about what's going on? Uh, th this is a battle I've had for 23 years now, and uh, this journey started with me um, when my children were born, and my children were born with one of the most rare diseases on the planet called phenylketonuria. Well, they will never eat protein the rest of their life. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream, nothing that has protein will my children ever eat. Um, if they do, it becomes very toxic and can go straight to the brain and causes the most extreme mental retardation there is. Okay, so because of their rare disease, I was forced to look at anything and everything that went to their bodies. And I love to research. Um, research is my passion. My, my background is, is in exercise physiology and kinesiology. And I've studied God's temple um, my whole life um, since I was probably 11 years old. The, the, the human body, the human anatomy has always um, really interested me. And, and I've always wanted to do those things to make my body um be that temple that God, you know, tells us it has to be and put those things that are only of God into my temple. So when, when, when my children had this PKU, I didn't know anything about it. I also have a minor in nutrition and um, my medical team said, look, you got to research anything that goes into their body. And the very first thing they want to do to our children when they're born is vaccinate them. So when we went to the pediatrician and um, I told the pediatrician about my children, their PKU, he's like, oh, my gosh, I've never had a PKU a child. I've, I've read about that in textbooks and now I have two. Um, and he's like, wow. And I said, well, doc, you know, 
I've been told I've got to really do some research on anything that goes in the bodies. And, and you know, you're wanting to vaccinate my children today. Um, you know, what can you tell me about this? And he said, well, Christopher, you know, it's interesting you say that your, your children are part of this new schedule where, you know, they'll get 72 vaccines before they're 18 years of age. And I'm like, wow, doc, that's a lot. I said, um, you know, do you have a study to, to show me that new schedule safe? And he said, sure, Christopher, they're all over the place. They're, they're everywhere. And I said, well, look, you know, we're going to forego the, the, the vaccines today, doc. But, you know, when we come in next, you know, after I've looked over all these studies, you know, we'll move forward. So a week goes by and um, he, he gives me no studies, no nothing. We go back in to the pediatrician's appointment and um, the nurse is about to give my twins um, three shots apiece. And I'm like, wait a second, you know, doc hasn't given me those studies. You better go get his butt before you do anything else. And he comes in and um, he says, Christopher, he won't look at me. He says, Christopher, um, there are no studies. And I'm like, sir, he said, um, I, there, there are no studies on this new schedule. But he said, Christopher, he said, look, brother, he said, they are safe. If they were not safe, the FDA would not have approved them, the CDC, the AMA. He says, Christopher, I, I promise you they're safe. And I'm like, um, no, brother. I mean, I, I've got to see the study that this new schedule safe. And I said, there's no way in hell, excuse me, you're going to get that needle anywhere close to my children. And he's like, oh, you're being ridiculous. You know, why are you acting like this? I said, brother, because how are you as a medical doctor that took an oath to do no harm? How are you going to inject anything into a child that you don't know of a study that shows that it's safe? And he just kept going, well, you know, the FDA approved it, this, that, and the other. And the sad thing is, is back then, that, that was in 1998, um, I had no idea the people that were talking about this. Um, and nobody was covering it. And, 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 and what I've learned since then, brother, is that um, not only was there not a, a study to show that schedule was safe, what we learned in 2018, Robert Kennedy Jr. and Del Bigtree sued HHS to release the safety studies that were supposed to have been done every other year since Ronald Reagan passed the Vaccine Injury Act in 1986. Our president, Ronald Reagan, passed what's called the Vaccine Injury Act, where you cannot sue the vaccine companies, and they are exempt of any and all liability. Most people out there have no idea about that. But what they said was, okay, if they're going to be exempt of any and all liability, the one way we, the government, are going to hold them accountable is we're going to make them do safety studies every other year. Not every year but every other year and Robert Kennedy and Del Bigtree sued to have those studies released. And when they got the paperwork back and they got the big folder back, it was a hundred percent empty. Not one single safety study has ever been done on any of the vaccines since 1998. But yet you see on the telelife vision and you see Fauci and all these minions and all these medical doctors saying they're safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. I mean, they say it as fast as they want to as many times as they can does not make it true. And the studies are not there. More importantly, people don't realize that in 2010, the U S Supreme court, the highest court in the land ruled that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. 
so that if you're stupid enough to take the vaccine and if your child dies or if you are damaged, you deserve it. And because of this, you no longer now can sue the vaccine companies. You have to go through what's called vaccine injury court and all the media, all the vaccine companies say, you know, vaccines are safe and effective. They don't damage. They don't do this. They don't do that. But as of today, in vaccine injury court, they have paid out $4.3 billion to those people that have been damaged and that have died. And the sad thing, brother, is the most you can get if your child dies is $250,000. And more importantly, HHS hired Harvard to do a study to find out how many people report to VAERS. And what they found out is less than 1% actually report. Yeah. So th th this is just, you know, it, so it, it sent me down a road that was the start um, of me being very outspoken because um, I wanted to find a cure for my children's PKU. And um, God said, there's not just a cure for their PKU. There's a cure for cancer, for AIDS, for hepatitis, for TB. You name it. Um, God's body is very, very simple. And God has given us everything to heal the human body. And a little insight, guys, it has nothing to do with drugs, with chemicals or surgery. OK, and they don't want you to know that. And the only thing that can cure, prevent any disease is an FDA approved drug. And that's right. not true. It's not true at all. So yeah, go ahead, sad, get a question. The, the sad part about um, all this is that I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that, you know, we've put our trust in the medical field and our doctors. You know, we go to the doctor and if the doctor says do this, you do that. And if he says do take this, you do that. And, and now we're, we're starting to really pull back the curtain and see where their um, incentives are and their pressure is to do what the AMA says and what pharmaceutical says, because they're the only ones educating these doctors on pharmaceutical. You see all these slick dressed young people going into, you know, doctor's office while you're standing there with a cold or a sickness and they're walking in with their suitcase and going and selling drugs to the to the uh, doctor. So the vaccine, um, the vaccine court, tell me, tell me a little bit about that so people can kind of go research that part. I'd like that's kind of interesting is is to see where do people go when there is an injury and they know directly there's an injury. Because as we are seeing through the Veritas, uh, Project Veritas, that that um, they're not reporting these injuries when they know full well that when they got that shot and they had adverse reactions, it's not being reported by the hospitals, by the medical community. You said something about a vaccine court. Yes, you can go to VAERS, and, and VAERS will, will, will give you um, the reporting agency, and they'll give you the links to see um, all the monies that have been paid out, and that's how okay. you actually go and report. Um, it's through VAERS, V-A-E-R-S. and um, Open VAERS, right? Or is it right. the regular VAERS? Because the other one, they've kind of changed up their website now where it's kind of confusing to really do a research. Open VAERS is really simple. It's right out there. It tells you the deaths, the adverse reactions, and all that. So 
Yes. And again, they, they want to make it as complicated as they can. They want to hide this data as much as they can because they don't want we the people to see what is happening because of these vaccines. Yeah. And, you know, w- what has gone on with these vaccines um, throughout at least 1986 is so diabolical. It's so evil. And, you know, I've been fighting this for 23 years and, and everybody's, you know, said I'm a snake oil salesman. They said I'm a con man. They say I'm a conspiracy theorist, this, that, and the other, but I live this, you know, I, and I went after them directly. And with, with my last company, we didn't do much with vaccines. We help people without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. And we did it on the largest scale ever known to mankind. And uh, we were part of four national championships, three Super Bowls. We were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We were on 60 Minutes. Um, and I knew if I could get this technology, these supplements to the elite athletes, uh, the elite athletes, sadly, are these sheep's demigods. And they, they, they worship these demigods. And I knew it would help spread our message. And it did. And it did so well that we were banned by the NFL. We were banned by the PGA. We were banned by Major League Baseball. And seven years ago, they came in and seized everything we owned, fined us millions and millions of dollars. And I can't practice in my field for 10 years. And it's been seven years since then. And um, a year ago, when, when all this stuff broke out with COVID, I got a call in again from my Lord and Savior to go speak my truth to his people and educate them about what was coming. And that's when we formed the vaccine police, because I knew um, what these demonic um, Luciferian satanic individuals plans are. And I knew they were going to come in with this vaccine. I knew they were going to come in and they were going to try to force us all to take it and put together, you know, this vaccine police to make sure everybody took it. But I understand science and for every action, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. So I went ahead and put this out there two years ago because I knew all this was coming. And you can watch one of my satire videos where I told everybody and I, I told everybody that they were going to come after us and vaccinate us. And they told everybody that they were going to put together a list of those people like myself that were reporting the truth. And they were going to do everything they can to shut us up and shut us down. And all that has come true. Um, and not that I'm a fortune teller or, or God's given me any wisdom. I've just been able to read their white papers and know what they're going to do. And that's why the vaccine police are so important. And it's not me. It is us. It is we, the people, we, the people have to hold these government agencies accountable. And, and, and I need deputies. I need sheriffs. I need people that will get involved with the vaccine police to help us hold them accountable. Because right now, they have no accountability. These vaccine companies have no accountability. The CDC has no accountability. The FDA, no accountability. But we, the people, are the government, and we can hold them accountable. And that's why we have done things to take action, okay? I'm not about violence in any form of the fashion. I never will be. I never have been. I'm all about the power of the First Amendment right of free speech and the power of the pen. And, and, and that's why we've put together very simple things that you can do to make these tyrannical entities to stand down. And, 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 and my first part where this took place was at the uh, Board of Education in Jefferson County, Alabama. And, and we simply um, put together paperwork that told them that we loved them and that 
if they wanted to mask our children, make our children do PCR tests, make our children take vaccines, okay. But in the very next sentence, if you don't tell them about the medical and religious exemption and you do not honor that, you each and every single one of you individually are committing fraud. And in my great state of Alabama, that is a 20-year prison term. More importantly, now that we're putting you on notice today, each and every one of you individually, if you do not tell these people about the medical and religious exemption and they put that mask on or they take that vaccine or they take that PCR test and they are damaged, they can't sue the vaccine companies, they can't sue the medical doctors, yeah. but they can hold you civilly accountable where your home could be taken from you, your car, your retirement, your pension, all those things could be taken away from you. And we don't want that to happen. So what we want you to do is to tell the truth on all your letters, on all your emails, and all your signs on your on your um, buildings that if it ha if you have to wear a mask, great. But after that, you have to say unless you have a medical and religious exemption. That they, they laughed at me, they made fun of me, they called the sheriff, they called the police. Uh, but then their attorneys looked at it and they said, "Look, this guy's kind of got a point. There's no precedent that's been set." But do you guys want to go to court? Do you guys possibly want to have criminal charges brought against you? Well, they said no. And, and they put out to the world two weeks later that um, the great, wonderful people, staff and students of Jefferson County would not have to wear masks. They strongly encouraged it, yeah. but they don't have to wear it. They will not have to take a vaccine, but they strongly encourage it. So, that, that's something that we've been able to do very successfully. And, and what I've been doing the, these last two months is I've been asking people if they have superintendents that thinks they're the new God um, to please give me their name and phone number and I will call them up and I will put them on public notice. And I encourage you guys, I got a script on my website that you can print off and you can call after me and just really put them on notice, let them know. And then we have an email that you can send out that, that says the same thing. And it is, it has helped us to get a lot of them to stand down. And if that doesn't work, then we'll have to serve them certified and registered paperwork. And then we'll have to file criminal charges. And then when somebody's damaged, we'll be able to file a civil lawsuit, so on and so forth. Um, but because of, um, of this, I don't know if you know this, but the attorney general um, yesterday or no, two days ago came out and said that um, that these these are threats and that they're going to start investigating these threats. And guys, I'm not threatening anybody. All I'm doing is making a very simple phone call, sending a very simple email that tells them the truth. OK, that is very possible and probable they're committing fraud. They're very possible that they are opening themselves up to a civil lawsuit. Also, the other thing that people don't realize when these superintendents, when these boss any of these people that are not medical doctors, when they tell you you have to take a PCR test, when they tell you you have to uh, put on a mask, when they tell you you have to take a vaccine, and they don't tell you about the medical religious exemption, and not even that, if they, don't, if they just tell you about that you have to do this, they are practicing medicine without a license. And that also in all 50 states is a criminal offense and they can go to jail. And I know that more than anybody because they've been trying to get me for practicing medicine for the last 23 years because I tell people to go get in the sun. I tell people to drink 
uh, real water. You know, I tell people, you know, to take zinc. And, and the only thing you can do uh, to prevent or cure any disease is, is, is to take an FDA approved drug. So right. when these guys tell you this, that and the other, they are practicing medicine without a license. And that is illegal and unlawful. And lastly, what people don't realize and we begin to expose the last month is that they continue to say that they're telling your children to put on a mask for their safety. And guys, I promise you, it has nothing to do with safety. It has everything to do with money. We've uncovered that money. We have all the documents to show how much each and every single county gets. When they mass your children, they get paid millions and millions of dollars. And when you put these people on notice, it's very likely that they will stand down. And we've been very successful with getting them to stand down. I just posted the, I think yesterday, the hearings that they're having actually the Department of Justice and, and I forgot the lady that they were, I call it interrogating, but they were uh, talking with her in the, uh, in the Senate and the Department of Justice is looking at parents of kids in the school that are being very vocal at these school board meetings and they're, and they're calling them terrorists. So now when you stand up at the school board meetings, you're, you're being classified as a terrorist. And it was the teachers, what one of them said is that the teachers union sent a letter to the Department of um, Justice to uh, enact the Patriot Act to go and investigate these parents that happen to be, you know, maybe, you know, with your your level of, of righteous anger to go in there and say, look, this is wrong. Now they're going in there and investigating these people for terrorism, yet they don't do a thing about the Black Lives Matter and then Tifa, and they question this lady. And it's just, it's almost, it's nauseating to watch this public official with the Department of Justice. And, and just like they did the IRS with the, with the Tea Party, they're coming at us at the highest level. And that's what kind of prompted me with this, this podcast and everything is, is Ephesians 6. 10 through 20, you know, we are in a time where the principalities and the evil in the heavenlies is coming after us. And it's, 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 it's tangible. You can see it in the country. You can see it, what's going on. There's an evil beyond what we've ever seen happening in this country. And it's coming through the medical, um, the medical field. It's coming through freedom of speech. It's coming through big tech and, they don't like people like you. And I think I know a lot of people might be listening to this going, well, why did he go through all that with his business? You know, was it illegal? And was it, you know, was he doing something wrong? And, you know, we, now we're in a distrust with the, F, the FBI to the extent of how much of that is really, like you said, the Luciferian or the, the I call it the uh, um, evil uh, authorities in the higher places, like uh, Ephesians 6 says, you know, that's who we're dealing with. We've got people in the government, the highest offices that are working straight out of Ephesians 6. And if churches don't wake that, wake up to that and start addressing that, and that's that's my passion is, is to wake the people up, the, the body of Christ up. And whatever form it needs to take, you know, a lot of people would look at you as a, as a Christian and go, well, he, you know, he's not really a Christian because he's, he's really vocal. And he said the word hail that we're in a time where being loving and quiet and submissive and, and the, the, the Jesus we've been taught in the last 20 years, how far has it gotten us? 
You know, I'm not advocating ignoring that part of Jesus, but when Jesus right. comes back, he's coming back as a lion. It's time that God's people begin to stand up and not be ashamed to speak the truth. It's, it's refreshing to see somebody that's really willing to stand up. But unfortunately, in this time, when you stand up, you become uh, a target. We need more Christians to support people like you that are willing to stand up and, and those that are speaking out. Because the heathens in this world, I call them the heathens that don't know Christ, but they're standing up, you know, and they're out there fighting against all this, but they don't know Jesus for nothing. Um when they can do more than we can, that's kind of sad. The Christians are the ones that hold Very, the front line. So but they, they do. And, and that's where I come to it, where I fear no man. I fear not Satan. And, you know, I, I've got a calling from my, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to go help his people. And most importantly, to go help his children. And guys, if you're a Christian, you know, what, what, what you were talking about is um, most of us are, are, are being submissive and, um, we're at a point now where we can't hold our tongues. We got to speak our truth. And I tell people, do not believe anything Christopher Key tells you. Okay. I'm not a medical doctor. I do not practice medicine without a license. I'm not a lawyer. I do not practice law without a license. Take everything I say with a grain of salt, but do what the Lord commands you to do. And that is test and prove all things, not some things, but all things. And if you do that, you'll find the truth and the truth shall make you free. They have been covering up all the truths for so many decades and decades and decades. And guys, it gets so interesting when you really dive deep and go down this rabbit hole like I did many years ago because of my children. And I had to experience it. I had to live it. Um, and, and I'm a very stubborn man. And God usually takes his club because I'm so stubborn. And he just freaking knocks me over the head and says, Christopher, you see? And yes, I, I've saw and, and and I've been able to show, you know, these things and how they work and whatnot. And a lot of people say that I'm unconventional. A lot of people say that I'm a domestic terrorist. You know, I've been told that I'm I'm not good for the movement, this, that and the other. And I don't care what you say. You know, say as long as you're saying something about me, I don't care if you call me just as long as you keep talking about me. I, you know, <laughs> I'm out there to, to get things done for God's children, because, guys, we're in the midst of right now. Very few people in the world are talking about this, but we're in the midst right now of the sixth extinction. People don't realize that one in three males are infertile. One in four females are infertile. In the animal kingdom, when it gets to be one and two, that animal goes extinct, okay? And this has been done to us deliberately. We don't realize this, but one out of every, um, it's changed now, but last last count I had was one out of every 36 children born today are born autistic. And if it continues at the same rate, in 2035, guys, it will be one and three. One and three. What has changed, okay? What I believe has changed is our food has changed, our water's changed, our air's changed, and the amount of vaccines have changed. And when you go look at these things, you will see and you can correlate directly to the year that these things change when they begin to poison us and see what's happened to God's temple. And, and that's why I've constantly talked about how to build back up God's temple. And, um, you know, one of the things that they hated me for was my antler velvet. And um, that, that was a whole controversy where 
we had deer that we harvest out of New Zealand and their antlers was the fastest growing substance on planet earth. They grow almost an inch a day. And the reason why they grew so fast was because of the high concentration of IGF-1 that's in the tip of the antlers. Most people have no clue what IGF-1 is. Um, but if you talk to any medical doctor in the world, they will tell you the fountain of youth of staying young is HGH, human growth hormone. But what they don't tell you, when you take synthetic HGH, which costs you about $4,000 a month, and you inject in your subcutaneous tissue and your abdominal, it's converted to IGF-1. So what we had was natural IGF-1 that you sprayed under your tongue, and it gave your body all the nutrients it needed to rebuild, regrow, and rejuvenate. And on Stu Peter's show, we talked about it making men men again, because we have a bunch of freaking pansies of men <laughs> around the world now that are freaking wearing face diapers on their Come face, on. that Come are on. bowing down to Preach anything it. and everything that's told to them. And guys, it is because they have been filled full of toxins. They have been filled full of estrogen to make them feminized so they will not stand up. And guys, mm. you have to stand up for your children and for your children's children. Because again, I do this because my children, my grandchildren will never look at me and say, daddy, or granddaddy, why didn't you do something? Why are we living in this communist country now? Why are we living in this tyranny? Why do we not have any more freedoms anymore that you used to talk about? My children will never do that, brother, because yeah. Yeah. I will do everything I can to stand up to this tyranny. You know, they've put me in jail, they've sued me, they've taken away everything I have. And the thing now, I'm a wild card brother because mm. I've got nothing else to lose. I tell You're going people- going down swinging. I, I, well, not just swinging. I'm the wild card because they can't take anything else away from me. The only thing they could possibly do is kill me. And I tell people that's not going to happen because God won't let it because I'll make God crazy. And he says, you're not coming to heaven. I can't put you in hell because you're saved. So <laughs> you're, you guys are stuck with me by guys. Oh, I love it. I love it. Can we clone you? We'll pick up the rest of this conversation in our next episode. So if you would, leave a comment below, share, like, do all the things to help spread the podcast for those that don't know about it. Send in an email, go to YouTube, Remnant Revolution, Twitter, Instagram, all the different social medias. Let's get the word out about this episode and many more. Appreciate you listening. God bless you. Take care.